0: All right, welcome back to Don V. Fridays. This is episode 60. We got some things to talk about. I got a friend of the podcast. Introduce yourself for the good people, please. What's going on, everybody out there listening to Don V. Fridays? I'm back again. It's Sonny D. I'm here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, Sonny D, the legend, the loop of news legend. No, 757 legend. It's all, it's all the same. We all from the same. We all from the same. Yeah. It's all, yeah. uh, Gonna talk some Game of Thrones. (laughs) Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Oh, Lord, have mercy, but before we get on that, since I started this podcast, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't always know who's gonna win. But I do know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wages, there's something for everybody. With the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been good to me, and I know they'll be good to you. They're hooking my listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag in the promo code armchair25 when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100, You got an extra fifty dollars in play. That's M Y B O O K I E dot A G promo code armchair twenty five. You play, you win, you get paid. Cause when you play the Game of Thrones, you win, you lose, you die, and all that other shit. That seriously said, what's up with this show, man? Did you like? Did you like the ending first and foremost? Did you like the finale? It. It was definitely underwhelming. I'm not gonna be like all oh, the other people who were just piling on it on the twitters and you know? all, but I'm not gonna lie. I was watching it. I watched it with a sense of relief, like ugh, I'm just kind of glad it's over and done with. Like, <laughs> uh, and that 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 really made me sad for to feel that for like Game of Thrones for Game of Thrones. Uh, I think Andrew Schultz, Young Hezzy, he said it best on Western Bros podcast. It might have been him or one of his co-hosts, but he said, towards the end of Game of Thrones, they Disney-fatted. <laughs> and that was the best way to, they Disney, it was a Disney ending. It, like, yeah, yeah. you see people getting tearful send-offs, and, oh, Arya's gonna go be a pirate now, and Sansa's the queen, and Jon's back at, go like, on, man. These motherfuckers are supposed to be dead. Arya is supposed to have been in a ditch somewhere. Sansa is supposed to be somebody's wife that she didn't want to be. Jon's supposed to be headless with his head on the fucking spike. Like, this is Game of Thrones where everybody's supposed to be fucking miserable at the end of the day. Seriously supposed to be drinking a glass of wine with the Night King at her side. And they just got married. <laughs> Game right. of Thrones was a show that was, meant, that was built on mind-raping the audience. Fuck your feelings. Yeah. And at the end of it, it was, oh, everybody, and, and the fucking, the paraplegic ends up on the throne. Yeah. I was literally, like, in front of my screen, like, screaming at the screen, like, Vegas was right. You tell me Vegas was right this whole fucking time. Hey, yeah. was, <laughs> there is hey, no you. way you predict that with, without having an inside man, yo. They definitely had somebody in Yeah, they they visited visited mybookie.ag and hopefully they made some money (laughs) choosing brand for the throne. That's crazy, (laughs) man. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. The the one man who didn't do shit ends up sitting on the throne and he would come out his mouth and say, I don't want anymore. And at the end of the show, as soon as they said, hey, bro, you ever thought about being king? He said, What you think I will my wheelchair down here for? <laughs> He's a I piece know of he shit. Don't want him. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. He was if he knew all this shit was gonna happen, then he knew Daenerys was gonna burn King's Landing to the ground. Somebody was gonna have to murk her ass off, and he was gonna end up sitting on the throne. Bran Stark is the biggest piece of shit to ever yeah, I was about yeah. to say step foot in restaurants, but he can't even step foot. He's the worst piece of shit to ever roll tire, or roll wheel, because ain't even had tires. <laughs> he's the worst piece of shit to ever roll wheel in Westeros. Yeah. If he knew all this shit ahead of time, and people it, mean, like, people be like, but he's he not allowed to see the future. His vision let him see the past. He knew Jamie Madison was coming. His ass was sitting there with that mega kid grinning the whole fucking ass. Dude, <laughs> because he knew that he can he can see shit. He knew what was going to happen. Now that whole comment he made to Jamie makes a whole lot of sense. Like, I guess for Jamie there really wasn't a future. He went down to that fucking rubble. Like That was like the worst fucking death for such a fucking epic bad guy in TV history. That was just terrible. It was really yeah, yeah. It's really he got, bad. He got killed by some rocks. Rocks and like rubble. him and Serious, he got killed by the rocks and rubble. And, uh... James. Uh, when it, a lot of people said seriously, you know, her death, you know, they could have did so much more, and I agree. But I still understand, you know, her dying in the Red Keep, and she used to talk all this shit about, you know, how she was the shit, and the red keep was this, and the red keep was that. So for her to die underneath the red keep, that I get the metaphor. Yeah, it's a bit of poetic justice in that, I guess. Right. You know, it, people wanted to see Cersei get fucked up the ass with a spear or some People, was, <laughs> people wanted blood, man. When it came to Cersei, because we seen her in that fucking. Shit eating grin or her that smirk like we seen her just get away with like the fuckery for years so people wanted to see her just people wanted to see her take the ale people wanted to see her take the massive ale not crying in her lover's arms even though that's her brother with her tripping ass they tripping asses. People wanted people wanted to see her head on a spike. All the shit she yeah. let go down. They wanted her to have the goddamn Ned Stark treatment. Yes, had Ned Stark get a more fucked up death than she did. <laughs> That's just what it was about. It was just like man, people wanted to see Cersei get fucked up. Yeah, big time. <laughs> and we didn't get it, so a lot of people was mad about that. But like I said. I understood the significance of it. It was like, okay, you got killed under the one thing you thought would always protect you. I get it. But yeah, yeah I mean, just, always- for this, I mean, for this season, it was bad, man. It was a bad season. Yeah. Well, what was your thoughts overall thoughts of the season? Like, right. it was it's funny because when the first episode came on, a lot of people were Felt underwhelmed by the first whole episode, and I was like, "No, I'm like every first episode of every season of Game of Thrones is like this. It's the setup. Catches you, yeah, it catches you up from last season, and it's a setup for the shit you're gonna go through all season. I'm like, okay, that's standard for Game of Thrones. Then that second episode hit, and I was like, more build up. I know, I know the Battle of what the Fellas episode three, but we're getting all build up, and I find myself like inside. I was like, man, this ain't it. But I was like, no, 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 it's Game of Thrones, and I was making excuses for it. And then that's when... And the biggest reveal in that episode was Arya's sad titty. (laughs) (laughs) But when the Battle of Winterfell came through, and that's when I was like, yo. I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, this this might be what it is. Like, this whole season, it might just be this. So, like, I'm kind of hoping... Yeah, you killed off, you, they killed off the Night King in episode three after building him up all these seasons as this unstoppable force. And he got killed by what they're considering a teenager. Yeah. Who had just got her cherry popped the night before and was able to jump like fucking Greek freak. She was able to jump like Greek freak through the air yeah. with a dagger. She had just had her hymen <laughs> busted, probably less than 24 hours ago. <laughs> that same night. No, yeah, I think they, I think he came the next day, the next night. He gave him a night to fucking drink and all that shit, and then the next night was the pull up. <laughs> it don't matter. I can't, I can't go to work to my regular job after sex. You mean to tell me she went and put up a triple-double, killed off 30-something white yeah. walkers with with a two-sided staff like she was Darth Maul. She was able <laughs> to sneak through a library. She was able to do all this amazing shit and then jump like, mother- like she was Jay Rich from the fucking Warriors and kill <laughs> off the Night King. All this after having her hymen busted less than 24 hours ago. She didn't even wince on the battlefield. Man. (laughs) I I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. And if they thought that the Night King killing Theon was supposed to be enough of a demonstration of... (laughs) It was like, fuck him. Yeah, we at that point, with Theon to go. Come on, we at, at that point, most of us were kind of like, all right, Theon, you can kind of get your ass out of here. Let's go. Theon served his purpose. We didn't like if that was supposed to be the oh my god moment. Nah, no, sorry. <laughs> we had been done with Reek. We've been done with Reek since season yeah. two. But, <laughs> no, yeah, no, man, yeah. you can go, buddy. You can go. Yeah. I'm more on the lines of you as far as the season just it just wasn't it was it had some moments it had some oh okay but in the end it it just it underwhelmed for what Game of Thrones is it underwhelmed when episode about halfway through episode four of this season that's kind of when I was like I was like, oh, all right. All right, cool. That was kind of, from that point, I was just kind of waiting for it to be over, like the whole season. I was like, <laughs> yeah. it could pick up beyond this point, but I'm not expecting it to. <laughs> it couldn't pick up. After they killed the Night King, I'm like, where do you go from here? Yeah. You mean to tell me that the real enemy is just this drunk milf in the south? That's the real enemy? Like, not the ice zombie king that's been killing shit for seven seasons and resurrecting his army and... You know, they didn't even give the Night King a purpose before they killed him no. off. We don't even know why he was doing what he was doing. Nah. They just murked his ass off. All we knew was whatever they wanted, he wanted dead. Yeah, they just made him a bad guy. Oh, well, I'm just evil. and You know, now I know they said that the, 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 the Forest kids, the Forest churn, made him because he was, because man was killing them off and they needed to equalizer. So, I can mm. understand, like, the Frankenstein element of it. Like, they just created a monster and... Yeah. But, he had... Like, this wasn't just some zombie. This wasn't just some monster. Like, yeah. he used to walk around with a purpose. And he used to stunt. When, when they did that shit at home, and he yeah. brought all them people back to life, he didn't have to do it in front of them humans. He changed nah, them. He wanted to let them know, look, motherfuckers, you, you, this ain't something that you want to fuck with. Because he sure as fuck didn't do that when he brought the Serian back. He made sure the niggas was good and gone. Like, yeah, let me slide this dragon back on in here. He brought a dragon back to life. He brought a whole dragon back to life. They didn't even show who put the chains on the fucking dragon when they went down there. No. Next thing you know, these motherfuckers had chains on it. (laughs) Dragging it out the water. He had a white walker dragon. But he used to flex his powers, like, listen, I know what's up. Even yeah. when uh he pulled up on Brandon and I'm like, yes, I know what you can do. I know how you yeah. can do that shit with the crew. And it's when so he brilliant. grabbed the motherfucker in the vision and he left a mark on his arm and shit, yeah, that was yes. flexing. Yes. Which is dumb, because it didn't mean shit. It didn't mean a damn In the thing. end, it was over. He knows where I'm at. Man. I forget. I think. I think uh, our good buddy Swift, our good buddy Swift, had this theory. It might have been him. Oh, I might, I might be giving credit to the wrong person. But <laughs> Swift, if you're listening, I, I got to give you credit or somebody else their credit. But a great ending the Game of Thrones, even if Bran was sitting on the throne, you know, it, mm-hmm. ends, it ends the same way. And when he embraces Jon, he. John comes to hug him or whatever. He touches him on the wrist, yeah. and he's like, uh, "Such and such, I love you, whatever, whatever." He touches him on the wrist the same way that the night king touched him. Yeah. John goes north. You know when he does his little expedition north or whatever. Yeah, yeah. his eyes turn blue. The credits roll. <laughs> that now yeah. you could have redeemed the whole season. with Yeah, everything. yeah. That's some cold shit. Yeah. That's some ice cold shit. That would that might have, and you just like, ooh, 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 ooh. It'll make yeah. You, even though the series is over, it would make you want more. Like, and that honestly, shit, that would have been insane. I think where they fucked up at a lot is they were so focused on this life after Game of Thrones. We well, we want to do more shows after Game of Thrones and they didn't give you the closure. Like, they spent this whole time, that's why everybody rolled off into the sunset, just because, well, we might give you that Arya show. We might give you that John Snow Beyond the Wall show. Like, yeah. And they didn't give you the proper closure. Like, I would have been fine with like the Night King thing, like not getting the closure on the Night King situation if the plan was to do, like, a prequel show, because the books are filled with a lot of background on the story of the history of Westeros and, you know, the whole tale of of Ice and Fire. Like, there's tons of that in the books. So they could have, you know, delved into the history of, you know, the Night King and, you know, the the force people and all that. And if that was the plan, cool, I would have been down with that. I would have been fine with not getting the answers if that was the plan, but that doesn't seem to be what they got going on in the future, man. they it's a, man they went full they they went commercial, they commercialized Game of Thrones, they wanted to make you know they had a big audience, it was mainstream uh Game of Thrones turned into a hot topic type of thing yeah. you know, like hot topic always yeah went to cash in on some mainstream shit, like oh, we're so hipster. That's what Game of Thrones did towards the end. Without no source material, it was just like, man, that's just John's a hero, Cersei's a douche, and there's no more nuance. Like the character stopped being nuanced. As yes. Like Jamie was like a flawed person trying to get back on the road and to redemption and all that. And in the end, he, he had to Come get back. He wanted that that twin sister pussy. Like that's what called him back. Not Brienne, who he fucking knighted and yeah. fucking popped her fucking cherry. It was a lot of cherries being popped. <laughs> he, he completed... What do you think? He completed his character arc. Leveled his character up to 99 just to delete his character and start back over from the beginning. Yes. 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 he got all the perks. He did all the work. <laughs> Just the fucking delete the character and go right back to what he was. Doing. It was crazy. He had a fight to the death with Euron, a Greyjoy, joy, which made no fucking sense. Cause yeah, they teased a little bit of tension, and yeah. I think the previous season they teased a little, but it wasn't like legit beef. Like why are they fighting to the death? Yeah, it was just dumb. Um, before we move on, I like to take a second to introduce our friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find a deal, let SeatGeek, do, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you are getting the best, deal, best bang for your book. <clears throat> a green dot marks great deals A yellow dot, good deals. A red dot, not so good deals. Use the promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. Or if you at the Verizon Center, that's like one of those little Papa John pieces and a drink. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA. For $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, Geek. License event. We have the tickets. we're gonna move on. We still talking Game of Thrones, but we're gonna go into a bigger picture because obviously Game of Thrones is still one of the best shows, one of the best shows I ever watched. Um if anybody knows me, I always say like Oz, The Sopranos, and the Wire are my three favorite shows of all time. But if I expanded that to top five, Game of Thrones still makes the top five along with Breaking Bad. So, is Game of Thrones still one of your top shows of all time, sir? Or did it did did they completely fuck up and no longer the case? Uh, Oh no! Oh, it's definitely still like in my top five, probably my top three. But like I'm I refuse to let six episodes of lukewarm to terrible ruin like seven seasons of fucking greatness like i had too many good memories from game of thrones just to be like all right these six episodes undid all that yeah it was a lot of people saying like oh we wasted our time like no nah, that like i said the highs are still very high like you cannot take away even the lows were still very low as far as how they made yeah. you feel when some of your cur- favorite characters died off or yeah. went bad or whatever the case. Some of those highs were very high. And some of those lows was really low. <laughs> for me to just say, all right, I got to bump it for my top five favorite shows. And I honestly think that given, like, if, if, given like six months, if like everybody who's like so, you know, low on the show right now, if like six, eight, a year from now, went back, and they just, like, watched all the episodes too. Again, they'd be like, all right, okay, yeah, all right. I see why I was in love with this all right. Especially yeah. when they get to, like, season four, because that's when shit started to get real. <laughs> they'd be like, the ending is still underwhelming. But, okay, it wasn't world ending. <laughs> but speaking of top threes, and this is something we came up with before the show, we didn't share we didn't share our answers with each other, but we discussed some top threes in Game of Thrones history. So we're gonna start with top three battles or fights. I'm gonna give for this one, I'm gonna give mine first and then you're gonna give yours. All so right. for top three battles slash fights, so that means it could be a whole battle, like a big battle, or it could be just a one-on-one, or it could be just one person on a kill spree, whatever the case may be, just swords clashing, shields bashing, heads getting cut off, all that. So for me, my top three battles or fights, I got the Battle of Blackwater because I think that's the battle for me that made me okay, I like this Game of Thrones shit. That was the first one for me where I was like okay, Now I don't just like this show. I'm like invested into this shit. Cause I, that was the first one that had me on the edge of my seat, like, oh shit. Like what's going on? Are they going to win? (laughs) Like. Yeah, Yeah. it really introduced you to like this. It was, to the real game of Thrones. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Blackwater, definitely. I got hard home because that's another one where, I oh wait a minute, this is real. Yeah. (laughs) Night Kingdom pulled up. This is real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people were getting murked off left and right. The people, the people beyond the wall still didn't believe shit stink until they smelled it. And <laughs> Horror Home got fucking real. Like, like a lot of, a lot of people lost their lives that day and they came right back. Yeah. And last but not least, I put uh, Mountain vs Viper, the trial by combat. Um, dope fight. We know how it ended, but still a dope fight and still made my top three. Now, what's your top three battles slash fights? All right, my top three. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna stop with Hard Home because that mm-hmm. was a live ass episode. Like, that is definitely one of my favorite Game of Thrones episodes, like, out of any episode. Still watch that jump today. And, like, when those motherfuckers rolled through, like, you knew it was on when that motherfucker looked through that gate, that fucking wood gate mm-hmm. made of lumber, and then that wave of Undead just smashed against that bitch, and that fight that John had with the fucking one White Walker, that's what we should have got yeah. with the Night King. That's the real fight with the Night King, damn it. But that episode was epic. Yeah, damn now that mind. you think about it, that is, that, that was, like, the closest... Like, as far as a fight, because Sam killed one on some flu shit. Ah, humbug shit, yeah. But (laughs) as far as, like, a white walker was, like, some authority. Because he was kind of, like, directing shit. Yeah. He killed him with the Valyrian steel. Yeah, you are right. That is, like, the the Night King didn't even do all that. He just kind of menacingly stalked. (laughs) He didn't do shit. I guess he had a dragon fight, but he wasn't physically doing shit. All right, now, what's your next? All right. My next one, I'm going to go Mountain versus Viper, of course. That was that was because I knew how that fight was supposed to end, but I let them troll me. I let them troll me and think that it was going to come out a different way, and it was epic, and I was like, yes, yes, my man's going to live, and then he didn't. He did The moment he got him on his back and you start going on that grand speech, I was like, no! No, I think we all... And then we it all did. <laughs> the way I knew it was going to end. <laughs> and for my last one, I gotta go with the Battle of Castle Black man. That battle okay. was that was a pretty good battle. And you with, know, man, with Mans Raider and, and all them egret and, and all them pulled up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was kinda like that was that was kinda it established real stakes and it was kinda like consequences and like you saw the shit that has been building up to that point, actually, uh, all the relationships and the frictions and shit that been building, and it, the shit came to a head, Egret died, Jon Snow, you still don't know shit, and which to the end of the fucking show, he still don't know shit, he still so she was shit. right all along. She was always right about that yeah. you don't know nothing, you don't know shit, and she was right, yeah. and he still don't know shit, because he married her in real life. <laughs> know, they're dating or whatever the case is. He still don't know shit. Yeah. He could be swimming in some of the top notch Persian bitches. He could be <laughs> fucking top Australian princesses or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And he settled for Red Box, like most of us do. With anything else to do. You go you know how you go to Red Box at seven eleven at one o'clock in the morning? <laughs> that's what his ass is. He settled for Red Box. But well, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> top three holy shit moments so that could be a death that could be a whatever just moments that made you what the fuck or whatever the case may be it don't exactly always gotta be a death or whatever but what's your top three holy shit moments alright I'm gonna start this one with I'm pretty sure the obvious one I'm just I'm sure just about everybody got this on their list but the goddamn Red wedding. like yes I was watching that shit, and the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, yo, is what I'm thinking about to go down about to go down? And then motherfuckers keep moving in position. I'm like, nah, man, this ain't about to happen. And they, they keep talking. The speech keeps going on. I'm like, yo. I'm like, you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? And then the stab happened. Motherfucker stabbed up the baby. and was oh, man. I was like, oh, man. I'm like yep. And, and, bro, and bro stabbed her like six times. Like, you man, are, you are, there is no... She kinda survived this. No, he was stabbing the shit out of Rob Stark's old lady. Yes. Man, they even, they even killed his die wolf, man. That shit was serious. That shit <laughs> fucked me up. Yeah. yeah that shit, yeah. shit, shit fucked me up. But what, what was the other two? But my second one, man, I gotta go all the way back to season fucking two, yo. That goddamn phantom ghost demon baby that the red oh. woman fucking birthed, Yo. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was Sir Dabo's show. I was, just, man, I had the same reaction, man. I wanted to get the fuck out the room. Then I won't even in it. I was she like, man, gave, this like shit she sprayed her legs and gave birth to Kodak Black. <laughs> that motherfucker came out. And, and 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 you know, and you know what fucked me up? Like she was pregnant for like an episode. Yeah. But the motherfucker crawled out of there. Like he been in there for years. Like he been in there. <laughs> came by a grown ass man. <laughs> He came out old. Like, like, freedom. Freedom. How long you been in there, my nigga? Yeah. Damn. And what what was your last holy shit moment? My last holy shit moment was the the cap to the Battle of Hard Home. And all these motherfuckers were standing on the ships and the goddamn night... (laughs) the Night King was goddamn standing there, and he just raised yeah. the arm, and you just see Yeah, he did the Randy side. Orton so, Hell yeah, hit it was the Randy Orton. <laughs> and this nigga John just looked across the horizon He couldn't see nothing but Undead, and this motherfucker just looked back like, man. Like, well, he knew what we was. he knew what they was up against. Yeah. He knew what they was up against. So it's my turn. My top three holy shit moments was, I ain't gonna lie, this one kind of fucked me up too. But the hold the door shit, man, um, yo, hold the door. It, well, yo, we found out I, how hold door came to be. That's that still that kind of. I tear up on the inside when I still watch that shit. I'm like, you made that dude retarded. Is you. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Name Willis. Yeah. And he made the dude retarded. He had him on the ground shaking and all that. I said, "That, yeah." All this on his quest to become king, apparently. And that, that, yeah, that that scene's going to it's going to get referenced again in this list somewhere down here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my second one, and we got to take it back to season one. But Ned Stark's death, like I did not see it coming. <laughs> I was blindsided. I kept saying like. They ain't gonna kill him. He gonna like at that point when I was watching Game of Thrones, I thought it was a hero show, and heroes survive yeah. even if they're yeah. on the fucking executioner's chopping block. Somebody shoots an arrow, kills the executioner. Ned gets free, gets a sword, cuts his way through, and lives happily ever after. But no, they cut his fucking head off. Yeah, and it yeah. stayed cut off. nobody yeah. ever reattached it. There are a lot of people who, like you, were very hopeful that, you know, Ned Stark was going to, you know, find some way out of the situation. But a lot of us out there who are familiar with Sean Bean's, uh, his his line of work, his resume, we all like, yeah, this Sean Bean doesn't end up too well in his movies and shows. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that's what I found out. I was like, Oh, this is real. They really killing motherfuckers off. And in my last holy shit moment, uh, I gotta take it to season uh what was it, seven? But the Night King dying. Not the Night King dying, but who killed him, how he died, it was whoa. Yeah. Like, this girl just had her hymen busted, that she's jumping out jumping out of the gym and hitting people with the offhand Euro step, stabbing people yeah. with the with the with the Valerian steel, it was a big time holy shit moment. Like I won't even though this season has been lackluster, I won't act that, like I wasn't in my house yeah. going crazy when Arya jumped out of nowhere and killed off the most the man who probably had the most bodies in Westeros or ordered the most bodies. Yeah, Khaleesi might have hawked them down in one episode. Mm-hmm. We gonna get, we might talk about that later, but yeah, That's definitely. A holy shit moment, like, whoa. I literally screamed at the top of my lungs, Arya, fucking league MVP as I almost jumped out of my chair when that shit happened. But <laughs> well, let's move on to top three most satisfying moments. So once again, that could be somebody getting a kill, that could be a, a crowning moment, that could be anything. Somebody got some pussy that you thought they weren't gonna get, whatever the case may be. Uh, you went first last time so I'm gonna go first this time my top three most satisfying moments John being named king of the north um, after winning battle of the basses that shit was uh that was dope it was a moment we saw it happen to Rob and that was a dope moment but before it happened in the John angle I was fucking like I felt like I won something I felt like I got to be king of the north Uh, that was dope uh, and I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, what was I I, was like, I thought it was pretty cool how, you know, because they named Rob the Young Wolf when he was, like, king of the north. And yeah. you know, that kind of came full circle. And John was the white wolf when he became king of the north. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, my number two most satisfying moment is when Arya, Killed the waste the chick that was in uh Bravo's that was just tormenting her and she was supposed to be showing her the ropes but in actuality yeah. she hated the fuck out of Arya. The yeah. whole point of them being faceless men or whatever was don't have no grudges because you're nobody. You're no yeah. one. So I mean, but she was all on Arya's nutsack about dumb shit. She's not following the rules. Okay, you're no one. You shouldn't care about what somebody else is doing. But Arya like a G, used to be blind got her in a dark room and took care of her motherfucking ass you know a dope also twist at the end of Game of Thrones would have been Arya died in that room and mm-hmm. the Waif was wearing her face in Westeros, obviously they wouldn't have been able to do that because it would have been like major plot holes because uh, yeah. the first thing Arya did in Westeros, I think she chilled with that nigga hot Pie and yeah, I don't think the Waif yeah. would do about that it would have been yeah. dope though. I mean, if you want to just get the holy shits out of there, that would have been yeah. like nice little holy shit <laughs> moment. Like, before, like, like Arya gets on that boat at the end, takes off her face, and she's that chick. That would have been like, yeah. But yeah, and <laughs> my final most satisfying moment of Game of Thrones, go back to season one, when Daenerys gave birth to the dragons. Nobody uh, believed. That was dope. Yeah, yeah. That was very vindicating. (laughs) It was like, yo, this is what she, I mean, she lost her husband and all that shit, but she came away with three baby dragons, and that felt satisfying. Your turn, sir. What is your three most satisfying Game of Thrones moments? All right. Three most satisfying moments. We got to kick this thing off with when Jaffrey died. I was waiting forever. From the very first episode, I was like, when is this little motherfucker going to get killed off and then they finally answered my prayers. Was that season three? Was that was season pretty, four. Like the beginning of season, season four. four. Yeah. it was like Pretty early in season four. Now, I was so relieved when that happened. It's sad that, you know, chain had to take that L for that, but I think it all worked out in the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. for my second one, got to go with The Death of Ramsey not just because Ramsey was this douche they was all waiting to get out of the way, but that was kind of like the turning point for Santa too. You kind of see Santa. Yeah. It was like she kind of learned her lesson at that point. She kind of like, yeah. Yes, she I'm stopped gonna... being a stupid little girl who thought everybody was there to help her. That she was the to she was see like, the world for what it was. I'm not going to be a victim anymore. Like, yes. That's when she made that turn. That, and was, that, her was, really L. that was her j turn. Yes. And for my third and final moment was when Lady Tyrell had that epic speech for Jamie, <laughs> And she was like, you know what? I'm not going to give you the pleasure. And she took that poison. <laughs> yeah. And dropped and them bars was... on the way out. Yes. And then no one that this motherfucker had to go back to Cersei and tell him, oh, damn, I ain't even get to kill her, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he That's... gave her the poison. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. And yeah. He gave her she said, Will it will it will it hurt? And he was like, Nah. And she drunk it and was like, Yeah, and then she started to talk that shit. Yeah, and yeah. And dad just in time for her to like before he could like split her throat some shit and do some painful yeah. shit. Like, nah, 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 I can die right now. I can see what I needed to say, but yeah. Yeah. yeah but he gave her that poison not knowing that she yeah. was Yeah, he thought he was just gonna get Like, okay, yeah. you know, this is business, this is war. We kind of got beef with you, but not really. But uh, he found out he had a reason to have beef. Because yes, he yeah. kind of had his son murked off. She was one of the hands at play. Top yeah. three women of Game of Thrones now. We're not talking about the top three women characters. We're not talking about who had the best speech. We are strictly as trash, toxic, straight black men uh sexualizing women. That's what we do. <laughs> who is your top three women of Game of Thrones? Top three women? All right. We got to kick this thing off with Bissandei, man. Yeah. So sad. So sad the way she ended. That's one of the top three women, period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Sunday, here we're going to go over Santa. She she really bloomed and blossomed on the show by the end of it. Yes. Definitely. And of course, you gotta go with the mother of dragons, man. You gotta cap the list off. You gotta get the three p The three p My list is a little bit different. We got one in common and that's Miss Sande, uh, one of the top three women. On the planet, walking the planet right now, um, yeah. Yeah. I had to say Marjorie Tyrell. Um, she, yeah. Mar- Marjorie put the Marjorie pussy had to been so it made a man commit suicide. <laughs> she had suicide put She had pussy worth dying for. Man, he had his first go and he was ready to go rounds, right? Like minute he, he did, my man Tom and Baratheon was re- he killed himself when the pussy was taken from him. <laughs> Nothing said. And last but not least for me is the red woman. Um I gotta say the red woman I mean yeah she gave birth to that shadowy <laughs> shit. But those had to be that had to <laughs> be top notch yams. Because, I mean Stannis <laughs> burned his own child. Yeah he, he tasted it one time And he was ready to risk it all at all times after that. I gotta give it up to Red Woman even though she was old as fuck and she just looked like old sour cream as an old woman. But the real, when she had the shit going for her, definitely one of the top women of Game of Thrones. We're gonna move on to our top three douchebags top three douches of Game of Thrones. I think you went first, so it's time for me to go first. Yes, sir. I'm going to keep this. Everybody knows Littlefinger was a douche. Everybody knows (laughs) Littlefinger always had anything he said. It was always a backup plan and a backup to the backup plan. He was one of the most conniving pieces of shit in Westeros. His ultimate goal was to slip inside either Cat Stark or Sansa Stark no matter the cost, he was always ready to risk it all for, for some stark pussy. Uh Kind of cost him in the end, but yeah, Littlefinger. Tywin Lannister, definitely a top three douche. He made that list just off the strength of fucking his sons. Yeah, Maybe yeah. After, after putting him in a position where he was going to be sent to trial um, and be killed as a murderer that he know didn't do it, yeah. And his yeah. first order of business after that was fuck his girl, uh, dick move. And last but not least, I mean, we gotta give Cersei the promise that she's earned it. She, she worked yeah. her ass off to make everybody's top three yeah. d- list. And I would be doing her a disservice, uh, if I didn't, uh, bring that up. But so who is your top three douches? Top three. we're fun with? Littlefinger, you know, the silver-tongued devil. He he spit some good words, and he always had plots and plans and all that great stuff that ended in a pretty epic death that I feel like was pretty epic. So it's very satisfying. And then for my second, I gotta go Cersei. Cersei, I'm a big Lena Headey fan, and I've been keeping up with it for years. And the fact that I love Lena Headey so much, and I hate Cersei's so bad. That's a true testament to a great villain right there, great douchebag. And for the third, the cap, got to go with Brand, man. Like like you said, the whole, whole door shit and him just pulling up everywhere and giving everybody that douchebag stare and, like, him knowing the uh, whole time. You look time. like that magic kid. <laughs> I can't get that image on <laughs> my head. And knowing the whole time how everything's gonna turn out and just, they come through at the end, like, yeah. you think I came all this way for nothing? Like, <laughs> yes, and with that fucking. yeah. And he got the most punchable Shit face. Eating <laughs> Shit eating grin. Shit eating grin. He has the most punchable face. Like, it's some. it's been some times, like, especially in the last two seasons where he just walking around, staring at, walking around, riding around, staring at people. It was sometimes times where I wish that tower was just a little bit higher when Jamie pushed his <laughs> ass up. He could I mean, have saved think, us a lot of cringe worthy moments. Think about how many lives he's cost up until this point. Like she, Yeah. He your boy. Like, he cost a lot. He like uh Jojen Reed, he got him killed off. He died. Yeah, He got he, up. his own fucking Dire Wolf got killed yeah. off. Hold Lord yeah. Dad protected him. Uh, Reek Dad protecting him like, you know, he's the, he's the HBO male version of Sookie Stackhouse. where he always <laughs> turns out fine, but god damn it, if God damn it, you don't leave a trail of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker just always, yeah, I'm great. No, everything's good. And he got a trail of bodies of people protecting his ass. Yeah. So that's it. No more Game of Thrones. Yeah. This podcast is no longer a Game of Thrones fan podcast. We are a Westworld fan podcast. Oh yeah. Motherfucking Kid Cuddy. Motherfucking Jesse. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for I'm here for all I'm here for all this goofy shit. I'm here for Westworld. Yeah. West I can one thing I trust Westworld. They will not go Disney. They will not do what the fuck Game of Thrones did. Because I don't think the writers of Westworld got to go do Star Wars movies and shit,
1: so nah, they're gonna stay
0: their ass focused on the prize. That's why Westworld be taking two years in between seasons just to get this <laughs> shit right. Yeah, and I'm here for it. Any last thing you got to say to the people before we sign off? Nah, this isn't. This is far from my first time from being on the podcast. Um, yeah, if they ain't got my handles by now, we <laughs> then they don't give enough of a fuck to fucking. It's hard to get followers nowadays, dog. I don't know (laughs) what these bitches want from a nigga. I don't know what (laughs) they want, man. It's hard out here, man. But, yeah, that's it for Don V Fridays. I will see y'all next week. God bless.